I smoke marijuana so I don't beat my wife and children. That's not funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> not okay. Fucking Dana White. I love Dana White so much. I don't. I don't really know anything about him. I don't like him. He looks just like Joe Rogan. Yeah, they're thumbs. Is he a police officer too? No, he's a billionaire. He owned the UFC. No, he started I mean, it. So he's like Big Chef Bezos too. I smoke marijuana so I don't beat my wife and children. <laughs> hey man, whatever helps you not beat your wife and children, I guess. Dude, I'd be up. scared to be Dana White's kid. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'd be scared. He's you terrifying. Give, uh, you should give Takashi 6 9 some marijuana then. <laughs> whole section might get fucking cut out i don't know why keep keep the so where am i gonna put it in the podcast we just can't just keep it open in the beginning no man wait you think we're gonna hit up like what a Callowitz water supply is to put is the shit and they're like okay they click on it i smoke marijuana so i don't beat my wife and children People is that like, not the, the hardest fuck? fucking opening no what do you mean Bro, they're gonna Dude, cancel That's funny me. as fuck. No, this is fucking domestic abuse. But some people will be like, nah. <laughs> How you guys doing today? We got quite a few stories to talk about and comment on. That's right. You guys are gonna love hearing. We got Germany. We got we gotta find out the depth how to pronounce Ikaluit or Equalute or I'm fucked already. <laughs> but how do you pronounce I think, it, dude? Ikaluit is probably the best way. Yeah, we're going to talk about Germany's new government. We're talking about kerosene and diesel and Ikalowitz water supply. They just want them to get the run, fast, run fast faster. juice. Yeah, run faster. The go fast juice. <laughs> if, you feed your, if you let your dog drink gasoline, it will run faster. <laughs> then we got like um, something that I caught that caught my eye not too long ago that I decided to throw in here. We can talk about some racism in Quebec. Oh, that happened a while ago. Yeah, specifically in um in uh when you hospital. think uh racism would happen in quebec because quebec is racist does that just not make sense i'm gonna need you to decipher what she just said to me she said you know how quebec's racist yeah wouldn't it just make it, it makes sense that it's happening in quebec okay this shit's happening in quebec all right because they're racist do you think that french people should be a little nice would be a little more understanding of racism considering that they were ethnically cleansed the Akkadians were ethnically cleansed. They weren't the, the Akkadians. They were French. And then, and then the last story we got is Striketober. We got some good news for the labor movement. Some pretty sick. Some sick strikes. Massive strikes in the United States. This is, is fantastic. This is some good shit. Even John Deere. John Deere. Yeah, dude. The fucking uh, conservative sweatshop. John Deere. Probably all Latinos working there. Wow, it depends which John Deere you go to. <laughs> Just building combines and tractors and shit like that. Yeah, Swathers. Right. I don't even know. Cutting a swath swathers. through the grass. They're the grim reapers of the corn. The grim reapers they of the corn. They just have more efficient scythes. <laughs> Kate? Bro, imagine the grim reaper is supposed to be all spooky and shit. He's literally holding a gardening tool. Yeah. A fucking scythe. Well, listen, like, you know, I, I, I drove uh, John Deere. That was yeah. my uh, combine. I thought you were going to say, yeah, I, uh, I handled a scythe. 9,600. 9,600 scythes? Oof. Combine. That's like, uh, what was it, the, it was the Nimbus good. 2000? Yeah. <laughs> you got the scythe 9,600? <laughs> like your flying scythe. That's that would hurt. Sick. That would fucking sick, dude. <laughs> flying scythe. Flying a scythe? Flying scythe. What do you, do you hold on to the blade or do you like sit? Well, obviously on the you blade. sit on the wood part. 
I feel you just like sit up with would... the blade facing down, like a horse. Where your feet go? Just dangling over. Where do your feet go on a flying broomstick? They just dangle over the side. It's fiction. No, well, I mean, in Harry Potter, <laughs> they had little hooks. For yeah, in Harry Potter, the bank people working at the bank were clearly Jewish stereotypes. So <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, listen, I don't see any problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, God. So, let's talk about Germany now. Talking about Jews, let's go to Germany. All right. Okay. So, we got a little bit of info of what the next government in Germany might be. Remember, we talked about the election a lot in Germany. And it looks like the coalition that, that's going to form is going to be the Social Democrats, right? Party that won the largest number of seats. Uh, the Green Party. And then the... Uh, libtards the fdp the weird um the libtards weird liberalish kind of free markety kind of group not quite socialist no 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 not at all socialist no they're like center center right yeah they're not center right i mean the classification is up and up there i thought they were just like centrist yeah the free democratic party classical liberal political party uh like, they're not socialists, but I don't think... Oh, oh yeah, it does say center-right. Yeah, center to center-right. Center to center-right. Now, remember, this is also over Why don't time. They, they're uh, encapsulating, like, their whole history in this. So they could have been that they were more right-wing earlier, and then they became more Yeah, centrist, I don't know but... why the, the Greens would agree to a coalition with the... Because Germany's weird, dude. Germany's weird. Why wasn't all the left, or whatever they're called, the left, you know, that party? The Linke? Uh, yeah. Why weren't they involved in it? I don't know, because it's weird, dude. Remember, like, they're still holding the grudge from 1919. They're still holding the grudge. They're like, yo. Well, apparently Delinka's the um, kind of far uh, remnants of uh, East Germany. Is that for real? Yeah. They have ties to that? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Because that That's would what the expert, uh, the German election expert said uh, on the Voschbach, um stream oh through pds so one part a direct descendant of the marxist leninist ruling party of the former east germany so it was the dialinka is a merger in 2007 of uh was it two different political parties the yeah. party of democratic socialism and the labor and social justice electoral alternative um the wasg and that uh, party of democratic socialism apparently yeah as derek just said is a direct direct ascendant. Yes, but but what the fuck is that? Party of Democratic Socialism, direct descendant of the Marxist Leninists. What? That being said, uh, they're not Marxist Leninists anymore. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so they're a lot more like libertarian left, I believe. But they do have some them and the far right party, like the the Nazi party, or yeah, whatever. the alternative for Germany. Yeah, that one. Really, they have some weird, like, back and forth votes went to them and votes came from. Yeah, I think um, somebody, I they saw that on They had some Hassan weird shit stream. there. I forget what uh, it was all about. I saw but... on Hassan's stream, it had something to do with the area allocation, like where the, the areas were that would vote those, something like that. Um, well, yeah, just, just where the new, where uh, the votes were pulled from the nazi part or whatever it is the alternative yeah. for germany party yeah. they lost votes and they didn't gain any vote right right they didn't gain any new voters they only lost voters where every everybody else gained new voters right and some of those nazi guys went to the uh, delinka 
all right, fuck it, I don't care. So I, I think that's what it was because Avash did a whole thing and he spread <laughs> misinformation saying that the link is like this whole like uh, Marxist-Leninist party, like authoritarian communist. And then he went back and corrected himself and then... Yeah, and then he had that German guy on to explain mm. it all. He had talked with a German well, accent European too, which was pretty neat. European. So moving on, we're going to go straight into Canada. Uh, I read the story and I was... Um, it's pretty fucking disgusting. I was kind of blown away. To be honest, I was kind of outraged. Is this why you can like light water on fire? Uh, in fracking areas in, <laughs> in the United States? No, no. separate. separate. Uh, that's, that's, that's worse though. The fracking situation in the United States. Not as well, I mean, this is pretty fucking bad. Uh, it's pretty terrible, yeah. So, what we're talking about is in Callowit. That's what we decided? Yeah, it's Callowit. Right, okay. Callowit. So, yeah, in Callowit, the city has gone into a state of emergency. Where is, where is this place? Nunavut? It's in Nunavut? I think so. Yeah, in Nunavut. Okay. So... When in a state of emergency, after the staff of the city found evidence of fuel contamination in their drinking water that has made it unsafe to drink, filter, or boil. Yeah. The full trifecta. Fucking diesel, bro. Fucking diesel. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be uh, kerosene and diesel found in that bitch. Yeah. How did that happen? We don't know yet. They've been uh, investigating and they haven't figured it out. What we do know is that they have two someone come in with like some jerry cans and just went <laughs> so and just just for a meme. They could do that. Like, did the heart fingers took a selfie, poured some kerosene <laughs> into the water. He could fucking do that. You never like, know. Didn't, didn't someone do that in the states? I didn't. No, not that I've heard of. I thought someone was contaminating the water in the states like that. I don't know. That's what the coal companies do it every day, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, that story was a long time ago, but but something to note though is. There's two main water tanks the city gets, right? The north water tank and the south one. So somebody could just mess up one of the water tanks. And it's the north one that's contaminated, they've, they've figured okay. out. But they had water quality testing that showed, quote, exceedingly high concentrations of various fuel components. That's what the chief administration officer said. This is, it all happened Friday. Uh, now, even though... So this didn't make sense. The top doctor said doesn't see any long-term health concerns for those who drank the water bro could contain diesel or kerosene well okay listen listen exceedingly high could mean anything because the expectation is no kerosene or diesel in yeah water, it's like right? lead it's like lead yeah you want zero yeah having a little bit is already exceedingly high yeah so depending how much you had like you drink a little kerosene, a little diesel, take a little shot. I mean, people have siphoned gas out of cars and got a mouthful of gas. Like, Listen, I take and, a shot a day of uh, diesel, and um, it keeps me strong. I boof it. Shut up. <laughs> Straight from the gasoline hose. Straight from uh, the diesel hose. You boof it right up the, right up the stinker. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking a kerosene enema. <laughs> oh, God. Derek, what are you doing this to us? Terrible. I'm sorry. I apologize. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner. Gas is made. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> this is a terrible That's joke. That's getting cut. Um, <laughs> We'd lose subscribers for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they discovered the, you know, you know, the actual galaxy brain method of how they figured out that there was a problem. They smelt it. And whoever smelt it dealt it. So they should fire that worker. Wow. That quote's getting that's, cut, that's, too. That's, <laughs> 
It's anti-labor as fuck. Oh, God. No, no, no. You found the problem? You're gone. Residents reported smelling fuel in the tap water for over a week, and then only after a week did they... Oh, shit. That's great, dude. Not City told residents, hey, don't drink the tap water on Tuesday, and later declared a local state of emergency, of course. Now, here's something that's very concerning. Other than not being able to drink water or boil it or... What was the other one? Filter Filter. it. It also means that they have to uh, severely restrict their general hospital. I'm not going to try to pronounce that name. Kikaktani? I think that's... that's, I mean, that was way better than I would have (laughs) done. What would you have done? (laughs) Some racist, probably. Oh, God. (laughs) So, yes, the the Kikaktani general hospital, now, you know, it's limited. Because the staff can't sterilize their hands if there's going to be, like, a film in the water of, like, kerosene and diesel. Or whatever else the fuel components is in the water. Are they using tap water to clean their hands? Yeah. What other day? That's how it works. But. Now they're only doing emergency surgeries only. So that's, uh, not good. And, oh, this is also, I don't even know what steam autoclave is. But it's a type of sterilizer that uses various, that uses vapors at high temperatures and under pressure. And that it could be dangerous if it contains fuel components. <laughs> just, just, it explodes. <laughs> Your water's exploding on you. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and the people who apparently who have drank this water get headaches, got an upset stomachs, diarrhea. But uh, apparently, like they were saying, there shouldn't be any... You're fine. You just drank Don't some fucking gas. gas. Don't worry. Not a concern. There's Don't people huff gas. It's They literally get high off it. Yeah, and it's not good for their health. No. It's it, really bad for their health. It's not good uh, for your health. Does something to, to one of the... What is it? The blood cells in, in your bloodstream? When it gets uh, the shit from the gasoline it. in it? No, it just stays in the cell and doesn't get cleaned out until like... Oh. Where, where is it supposed to get cleaned out? After... Like immediately, instead it like sticks around for like thirty days. That fucks up your shit. That's fun. So they got the first shipment of eighty thousand liters of bottled water on Thursday. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's where they're at. A Callowit. Um, that's insane though. At least, at least they could drive their cars when they. The the all they gotta do is like piss in the tank. (laughs) (laughs) Gas is expensive, bro. Bro, they don't even drive cars. They have uh, they mush. He <laughs> mush up there. Come on, Come not on all now. of it. Uh, uh, none of it. They fly planes. <laughs> That's the only way to get there. Got no roads. Think dogs can pull eighty thousand liters of water? No planes. Yeah, yeah. That's what they use. Planes, trains, and automobiles. But you're not gonna fly a plane from your house to work. So, you make it Kobe Bryant. <laughs> that's that's staying in. That's staying in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I was seeing a girl that used to fly to work, or not fly to work, fly to school every day. Wasn't she loaded? She was loaded. We don't have to go that far into <laughs> her life. <laughs> but yes. What was her address? <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> next story. Not a funny story. This is actually a terrible story. What do you mean? Racism's hilarious. This is, this is probably going to be a brief one, but I take that quick. It's up in a while ago, right? Is that how you pronounce that? You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Say KW. It. Basically, I saw a what headline. What does a KW? I saw a headline. How, how that, do you pronounce um, KW? 
How do you pronounce the end of that word? Atika Mekwa? Mekwa? You know how they, they throw the W's and shit in there? <laughs> Doesn't sound good. I the, fucking... The, 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 you know, the indigenous people, they like to have the W's and shit in there. They do like W's. Shekwa Pem? Remember that? Um, yeah, I don't uh, fucking know. Yeah, I don't remember. Tikka, I don't remember Mekwa. names in English. How am I going to remember them in like indigenous languages? I don't even know. You used to remember my name most of the time. No, I don't. He looks at me. He's like, "Hey, Colton, how's it going?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, no problem, Danny." Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. What happened here? Facebook uh, live video. Yeah. So I saw a headline that was uh, uh, "Indigenous woman records staff." staff making racist remarks about her before she died <laughs> what i was like that's crazy so this is in quebec in a hospital this woman who's indigenous as we said atika atika mequa and these, she these quotes are horrifying yeah these are all of them that i got from the vid they I mean, there's probably more that she didn't record but uh um yeah she pulled out her phone and uh she was in heavily in distress i will not play the video um also it's in the the things they're saying are in french as well so oh helpful yeah (laughs) unless someone spoke french (laughs) you speak french here i mean um so she pulls out her phone and uh she records what the staff saying to her and, and the staff says quote uh this is what the staff said in the whole clip they say quote you are stupid as hell well, you made some bad choices, my dear. And also said, quote, what would your kids think of you seeing you like that? While she's dying. Think about them. That, that's, those are the quotes that they said. What was the quote on the top point there? Oh, yeah. And the first thing that, that they said was uh, as she was like yelling for help, they were saying, uh, quote, are you done messing around? Are you done? And then they said, see, in the article, they just put um, expletive. So I don't know. What What's the original slur? slur they did. Is there a Native American slur that I don't know about? Uh, you're talking about this one? That one? That one? Oh, yeah. Maybe. I, I doubt that wouldn't come out naturally, though. Well, Would I, mean, it? I mean, if you wanted to. I've n- I never hear anybody. This is Quebec even talk we're talking about, about bro. Because if it was any regular, like, insult, like, bitch or something, like, they would just put that in. Potentially. Right? But it's the news we're talking about. They're weird. Yeah, but they would put in, like, the little stars. Yeah. Anyways. So we're not quite sure. They could have said some... They said a slur of some sort, we're going to assume. Yes. I think it's safe to say they said a slur. Because they're also um, being super fucking racist here. And then she died. That's, like, Uh, that's so fucking sad. And... I don't know what condition she had. If she had COVID, because I there was no mention of her being vaccinated. I don't think. Or anything I don't think it was COVID. I think she was dying of like something else. Oh, so okay. the reason why I'm bringing up that story that came from 2020, right? So September 29th, 2020, is because on October 6th of this year, this month, they um. Of course, they launched an investigation into her death uh, after this video surfaced, right? And of course, one of the nurses was fired. Mother of seven. Yeah. She had Terrible. seven kids. So they did a coroner's report and uh, an investigation. And so her, her cause of death was uh, excess fluid in her lungs. Okay. What caused that? I don't know. 
but uh, and the staff had incorrectly assumed she was suffering from a narcotics withdrawal. Classic racist thing. Yeah. Right. Um, she had a history of heart problems. The assumption that they made, that the staff made, how uh, they treated her like like an infant and labeled her as a drug abuser, despite there being no evidence to support this, that mistaken assumption affected her care and therefore contributed to her death. And that yep. explains why they were talking so much shit before she died. Yeah. About think of your children and all that stuff. Like, because they thought she was like in withdrawal for like uh, she's on drugs or something. Yeah. Or heroin or something. Probably not heroin. Meth is a little bit more easy to come by. Common. And so both of those people that were saying those statements, they were both fired, which is fantastic. Because they're stupid as hell, being racist. And it looks like there's going to be a lawsuit over the, her death. Yeah, there should be. Fucking should be. <clears throat> that's crazy. And that's, uh, and that's the story. You can't be nurses and saying that to shit, even if they are going through like, like withdrawal. Like, it's literally your job to help them. Like, how it fucking is. ridiculous is that? It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, like, the coroner straight up said, she, quote, she's dead because she was indigenous. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. She had a rare heart condition. That's what it was. And then, uh, obviously, because they were treating her and being uh, pieces of shit, did not give her the proper care, and she died. Yeah, <sighs> fuck those people. Um, and that happened in Quebec. That's unfortunate. Yeah, well. So, anyways... I smoke marijuana so I don't beat my wife and children. <laughs> the guy's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Um, and also, you know, this happened. There's a massive report that also came up. I don't know when it came out, but uh, in Quebec, about how indigenous people are treated. And that there is definitely systemic discrimination <laughs> in public services definitely, and healthcare yes. services. And this was, what was the same dude, you know, who, or it was a retired um, uh, Supreme Court judge. It might have yeah. even been the same dude who did the RCMP report, um, in, uh, you know, into the horrible uh, treatment of women. Um, okay. But 520 page report. Jesus Christ. And when was this uh, article? Oh. That was a while ago. So that was from 2019, but uh, they had a lot of people to come in and talk about it. They had like thousands upon thousands. Yeah, I was talking with my grandpa this Thanksgiving. Well, a total of 1,188 stories and expert opinions in this report. Yeah. 277 citizens came forward. Damn. Yeah, I was talking to my, uh, to my grandpa this Thanksgiving, and he mm -hmm. says, he goes, he says, uh, he says, um, we're lucky that the indigenous are peaceful. I, yeah, I, I totally know that's, that's come across my like, mind too. Like, fuck. Like, if they were like indigenous terrorists, if they were as violent as like the conservatives in the South yeah. and as armed, what the fuck would happen? If we haven't systematically just ignored them for since like fucking. 1469 or something well, like that. It's not, well, it's not that we ignored them. It's more so that we... Well, we uh, committed genocide we and paid a, lot a whole bunch of shit. We paid a lot of attention to them. Yeah, but now we ignore their problems and shit and can literally still have them as second-class citizens. Well, I, you know, and actually, you know, I want to be... I don't want to be that guy. But they're all just whiny. No. Uh, it seems like now they... There's an underlying problem 
that they are not treating. And instead, they are treating all the surface symptoms. That's the problem. You know, that's what appears to be the issue. The real underlying problem is like a systemic problem with like the RCMP's policing and yeah. with the government's treatment of uh, infrastructure around the indigenous um, reservations. Yeah. And, you know, like, and also, you know, like that goes along with one of policing. structural racism. Yeah. As we were seeing in Quebec with that report about how uh, public services treat, treat those people. And those are not being addressed. That's the problem. Those are being addressed. So and, and then we have like the liberals come in and they try and put the bandaid over the situation. They talk about, oh, the missing and murdered indigenous girls, which they didn't even really. They didn't do anything about. There's been nothing to. Right. I have not, not seen much. anything to address that issue. They're just like, oh, yeah, they, they're missing. Right. And then they right. have the what was it for universities? They have the sponsorship program for only yeah. a certain number of students from each reservation. But they never, you know, they never actually fixed the base problem yeah. of the massive discrepancy in uh, income that comes along with people that come from reservations and and in the, in the indigenous community at large um, that and other reasons and and things and where they grow up. That would uh, leads to poor outcomes in education, you know? They don't even have adequate living conditions. Exactly, like the whole water situation with... Even uh, the houses, all the houses are dilapidated and shit. The housing is terrible, and that's something that the racist, uh, like, um, 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds, that's something that I hear over and over again as they always say, oh, we built those houses, man, they treat them like trash, and I always hear that. And, okay, how long ago did we build those homes? How long ago? And was it what? That wasn't. Do they have labor. money? They had fucking labor too. They did put in their labor when they built the fucking home. They don't even have. They don't have money to put money into their home either. They can't renovate. Mm-hmm. You think they can renovate? <laughs> Hell no. Their toilet uh, breaks. Can they fix the toilet? And what's the closest uh, company that can renovate for them? A lot yeah. of those reservations there are out there. How do you? How do you get people to come in, do the renovations, and go out? You had to pay them exorbitant amount of money to come just to come in like they have no wealth to put into their houses to uh make it better they got no money to go out and like gather wealth basically what i wanted to say that's why the their houses are dilapidated and shit exactly and and you know what doesn't help though this whole thing about fixing the surface issues like the symptoms is that it makes it appear to all the people that aren't that don't know the, they're uh, satisfying they're problems. satisfying um the white people or right. the people the non-indigenous indigenous people i'm saying that it makes it seem to the the whites yeah. it makes it seem like wow they're getting everything man we take wow they get so much See, we do so much for them that's what it makes it seem like when you only fix the surface issues, i want to fix the base problems i want to send you a video um this was a this is a conservative guy he did a video um which I actually thought was a really good video on types of rights. And he did a, a individual right, which is usually what um, we talk about. Everybody should have the same rights and the same opportunities and stuff like that. Yeah. And collective rights. And how right. we so like, have given collective rights to certain groups of people mm-hmm. and how that creates divisions within uh, the population. And you see okay. that with like indigenous people being able to do different things like, and getting uh, the a hunting. little bit the hunting, yeah. the fishing, getting more grants and stuff. And you see mm-hmm. how the old people being like, well, they're getting all this shit. What's, what's happening? Why aren't they 
getting better? Why are they still being <clears throat> impressed? They're getting more than I am. It's like, wow, they can fish all year round? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's not really... And these old people, like, they don't understand. They're in... And I don't like to use this phrase, but they are in that privilege <laughs> that they've lived in. I think they it's don't a, know I, what the I, other side's like. You should be fine using that. I think that's no. It, it just for me, I don't like the term white privilege because it's making it seem like the normal is to treat people like shit. And well, white I think it's a, better. It's like no, motherfucker, everybody's treated normally, and then people are treated worse. No, white people are treated how people should be treated well, normally and yeah then, no i agree but i that's the white privilege and we want everybody to have the same privilege i know it's just right? a wording thing that I it's just, just a word you just don't like the word privilege because it's like cringy it's cringy and like it's i was like, saying there's another part to it it's just i just want to seem like that everybody who's a minority is getting shit on and the white people are not whereas it being like oh the white people are getting not uh, you know well it's not only the white people it's the white people and the wealthy and primarily the wealthy but like you you know what i mean but race issues it is a race issue i mean i just it's just the words eh. it's not that big of a deal yeah i don't know i think i think these words are very uh helpful and if you understand the actual definition of these words and use them properly it's very helpful unlike us so uh, we use the words. <laughs> I think there's we a lot. Joke about lot how of, we're well, both English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, um, what is it? The uh, like turfs and shit. Them use them turfs. all the time. Yes. And like those like uh, neo libs that are talking about all this intersectionality shit, but don't. Oh God, I don't even know what that means. Intersectionality. You don't even. You don't know what that means. Not really. What does that mean? It's like how different um different uh groups are uh, marginalized. Oh, okay. So, like, men, women, um, your race, your sexual orientation. Okay. Your um, uh, intellectual divergency and shit like that. <laughs> okay. Intellectual differences, we could yeah, say, so for the people at home. Basically, how people uh, see it, a lot of people see it, is you tally up your, um, your victimhoods. I know, that's terrible. No, but that's not how it's, that's not what it actually is, though. It's a way to, um, it's a way of describing how certain people can be marginalized in um, a unique way based off of who they are. Okay. And it it works in every, everybody is a part of intersectionality. Like, you are, I am. What if I don't want to be? Well, that's not how it works. (laughs) Is there a relation between intersectionality and intersex? Intersex (laughs) would be, intersex would be part of intersectionality. (laughs) <clears throat> that's right so that's very interesting uh yeah we we paused it there so we're not entirely sure where we left off we were talking about intersectionality yeah i don't know if i gave a good enough fucking good definition enough. but it's fine strike tober <laughs> hits the united states i understand why Derek's getting excited this is massive news especially for a country where their unions have been destroyed um so significantly yeah so strikes have been ripping through october Strikes have been ripping through the United States all throughout October and also in late September. Yep. And we, I put just shitload of, of all the strikes. And I just want everybody out there to understand that this is the beginning. This is the beginning of the revolution. Uh, on Thursday. Well, they're not armed. <laughs> yeah, well, armed the them States. for a revolution. Well, in the United States, you know. Yeah, but there's been no talk about that shit. So. On Thursday, 10,000 workers at farm equipment maker 
John Deere, as we're all familiar with, walked out over pay conditions. That's 10,000. That's a lot of fucking people, dude. Then. 60,000. The, what was it? The, I, the IATSE members? <laughs> yeah, the, the TV and uh, promotion. Members production. in TV and production. Yeah. They voted 98.68% yes uh, to strike with a 90% turnout. Yeah. And that will be their first nationwide strike in their 128-year history. And so this Monday, they will all 60,000 will walk out. And all, there's a whole bunch of other workers already striking. 700 nurses in Massachusetts, 2,000 New York hospital workers. And 1,400 Kellogg factory workers in Michigan, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee. Based. 6,500 lecturers in California are on the brink of walking out. Um, And the nurses. Right. And the nurses that we mentioned. Yeah. And 24,000 nurses in California and Oregon who voted to strike as well. Now, keep in mind, this is all during the so-called labor shortage. That's occurring, yeah. which some people have said. I've seen uh, anecdotal stories, plenty of them, especially on yeah. Twitter, uh, that Don't fucking matter. this is a, a little overhyped, the shortage. Oh, the shortage? The shortage is overhyped. Yeah, the shortage is overhyped because they're just not raising wages and no one wants to work for people. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Some employers who are actually being hurt by the yeah. labor shortage are raising their wages but because they f- need to exactly and people will come in when they pay or f- pay a fair wage exactly. this is the idea of a free market <laughs> playing out in you, the labor market yeah in the labor market Just not in the commodity market no right but now it's getting flipped now they're not liking it capital is not liking it when capitalism comes for the labor market yeah they don't like that shit no but because, yeah so go, go ahead so so yeah so it cut me off there. I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. Well, fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Um. What was I saying? You were saying that uh, this is literally capitalism playing out. The whole um, the oh, the free market, right? So the workers are saying, no, we're not going to work for your fucking low ass wages. Pay us something that we're actually fucking worth. And then they're just like me. I don't want to. And then they're complaining about a fucking labor shortage because no one wants to come work their shitty jobs for shitty wages. Exactly. Right? Like so, pay your fucking workers and get on with life. That's how it works. That's literally a free market. That's a market balance rebalancing. <laughs> I thought you're gonna go like, like, no. Okay, so the situation is the workers are like customers, and then they have the option of working at these different companies. And they see, okay, this company pays me shit, um, and I don't like the work, so I'm not going to work there. Yeah, but that's... So I have an option to go to a better job. That's so not a labor one. shortage, though. That's just transfers uh, within an industry, right? Well, they've decided that these jobs that they, ha- that they could be getting, that pay yeah. really low, they're like, they're so bad, we're not even going to take it. Yeah. As, you know, that's, the, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I, I've made those decisions, too. I mean, I think everybody has at some point. Right. Yeah, I was working at um. I worked one weekend at a fucking a print shop, and I'm like, printing license plates. Work? No, it was decals for um, like cars and shit. (laughs) I made it seem like you went to jail. No printing license plates. Um, and I worked there. I was working for like fourteen dollars. I'm just like, listen, I'm broke, but this ain't it. (laughs) I dipped. I'm just like, fuck you guys. Mm -hmm. I got two half hour breaks for uh. 
12 hour work shift yeah 12 hour shifts are not i don't think that's that's legal but you know shout out to them (laughs) (laughs) want to name drop them sunwest graphics right there sunwest graphics terrible terrible yeah there's a difference between small business owners yeah uh and people in administration at corporations there's a big difference small business owner has to work himself not physically hard but it depends on the job depends on the job but they're in there all the time and it's their ass if they fail it's their ass the way it works for promotions and other companies that are big and as is the case you can ask people as anecdotally about people this is all anecdotal yep is that the when you get promoted the more you get paid and the less work you do that's how it is okay yeah. and the higher up you are the more more true that is no that's uh, 100% true which is terrible actually i've only worked at uh, small businesses oh yeah like for extended amount of time like i work at a big company that ha- i don't even know who the boss is and shit mhm you do right well, like when I do or when I have in the past, I'm always like, fuck this. I fucking hate this. But when I'm literally sitting there with the business owner and we're like shooting shit, like I'm usually pretty chill. It's chill. I like it. I'm a lot happier. Mm-hmm. Like when I was working at uh, that place with the Korean owner. Yeah. He was, he was chill. It was good. I was working retail, minimum wage. I never, my pay was never consistent and I don't understand why. Even though I'm like, shit's for consistent. I never said anything because it's like, ah, oh, whatever. Who cares? But, uh. I would have said something. Are you kidding me? And now I'm working for a company in like a more of a marketer position. That's, which is sick. Which is what you want. Because you is, went to school for it. And now you get to use your degree. Yeah. That's banging. It's like a, I'm it's not. like a networking situation. <laughs> You're getting paid that. more than me. Uh, yes, that's true. But I also have to drive an hour to work and an yeah. hour home. So I'm driving two hours a day and no we can continue i don't even know what's all right happening we're talking about we're talking about unions um beforehand that's right and i wanted to say that this massive wave is very reminiscent of the 1930s yeah right when there was a massive industrial action pretty balling so um i like how biden isn't necessarily against a unions either nice yeah that's a good his his uh subtle his support basically for the Amazon situation when they try to unionize, um, but it's ten point eight percent of private industries are union or I think maybe all industries are unionized in uh in the United States. Yep, and apparently sixty five percent of all Americans approve of unions, which is fantastic. Yep. Um, so because they're getting fucked over in the work uh, environment, right? So they want to say exactly. So unions are great. Unions are good. Sometimes you can get fucked on yeah. your contract if your negotiator's a pussy. We should but, talk about um, what good union action is, too. Because I've also seen a lot of people, like, there's a general strike that was supposed to happen today, uh, like, for the whole country on Twitter. And there's a whole bunch of people uh, tweeting about it and shit. That general strike where? In the U.S. Oh, okay. And um, how that could uh, cause more harm than good and stuff like that. Like we can talk about, I, I want to talk about responsible union action and uh, what unions actually look like. Hmm. I think that'll be good. Edu- right now? Educate you folk. Right now or later? No, we can do that next podcast. But yes, there are lots of tiny little um, 
intricacies in yeah. having union contracts and collective uh, bargaining agreements. And sometimes some people will get uh, fucked a little bit in that situation. But, but, go ahead. That might also be because of shit unions. Exactly. Not all unions are created equal. Not, and, and, and why? Actually, and not even just the union, actually. Yeah. It's not all union negotiators at specific businesses are created equal. Yeah. Because you could have, I learned about this recently, I'm not going to name the exact businesses, but there's one business that has a union and they're getting fucked. And, <laughs> and uh, so there's that. And then there's another business in the same general area that, wait, no, it's not. It's, it's the other business is in Winnipeg, but they're part of the same union. However, one of them is getting fucked by the contract and the other one has an insanely strong union cu- culture where like, if you say, if you say like the workers are like, basically fuck the company yeah where like if there's a job there that the management asks you to do yeah and it's you know you have the right to refuse labor right yeah they can be like no i'm not going to do that they'll go and they tell everybody and it spreads don't do that job <laughs> in one day in like within like 10 20 minutes they'll spread that to everybody hey if management asks you don't do it okay and everybody's together like that's that's fucking badass that's badass that's fucking sick i was like dude tell me more about this job like it's in winnipeg like it's close to me shit he's like i don't know the labor is actually really fucking hard okay fair yeah like stuff like that like like, unions aren't all the same it's not like you unionize and it's like you're going like magically have the best life ever right right that's not how it works you got to have a strong union you have to have good negotiators you have to have strong leadership Mm-hmm. And you have to have a strong uh, worker cooperation amongst them. That's right. Right? Those are the three, or the four things, I guess, um, that create good unions and a leftist movement. Culture. And a movement that can actually turn into something. You got culture, leadership. Uh, Power. Uh, what was it? Organization. Like, as in the union organization. Yeah, yeah. The three ones, can, right? Yeah. Those does it seem like the three? Because the leadership, obviously, they're the ones who do, like, the, the negotiating anyways. You know? Yeah. But those are all, those are the factors you need, right? And, and, you know, even then, you know, when you go to negotiate the contract, and let's say, you know, the guy's playing hardball, right? He's, he's trying to get you guys some good shit. And you got to convince workers, let's say, if they're not going to give you it, and you want to you wanna fight for it, you got to convince the workers to strike. They have yeah. to vote and agree on a strike. Once the strike happens, uh, what's going to happen is either the company buckles or the workers buckle. Or they agree on an arbitrator to come in. And the arbitrator is, you know, the independent person that's supposed to come in, like a judge almost, and make mm-hmm. a decision that's uh, supposedly independent and is best for all the parties, whatever the fuck. Uh, and often, the arbitrator will just come in and just do whatever the company wants. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's, so, that's a weak union. That's a union that screws over. No, 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 no. The arbitrator is not uh, related to the union. The arbitrator is independent. Oh, they right. Sorry. Yeah. So the union was strong in that case. The union did everything that they needed to do. They went on strike uh, to fight for the provisions they wanted. And eventually, you know, a strike can only last. Well, you so don't long, get paid, you know? really. Well, no, that's the point. You don't get paid. So, like, you're getting people, paid off of union dues and these people are, like can't survive well actually the the writers guild uh went on strike yeah like a while back and they were i forget how long they were on strike for months and their um 
in Hollywood and their wages were paid by union dues. That's fucking bang. Like, how much money <laughs> did they have saved up from union dues? Probably a lot, dude. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> but, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, you don't get paid during a strike. I thought that's no. kind of like the thing, right? But, um, but yeah, union did everything they would do in that situation. But then, you know, you need to end at a certain point. And what do you do? You agree to an arbitrator. Yep. And arbitrator can fuck you. And then that's that. That was, and then, but then there's a problem there. Because then the workers will look at the union and be like, hey, dude, you fucking, you, you had us, you had us not work, you know? And, yeah. And, you know, obviously. You took away our work, you took away our pay, well, and you know, now you no. didn't do anything for us. Right? That's right. how they're, that's how people see it. Like, people who aren't, like, in on the whole unionization yeah. shit, like, they're just, like, average Joe, they might see it that way. So, you have to be uh, careful about the situation. But almost always. Uh, only in very few niche sectors, uh, a union is a good idea, and um, you got to be careful because you can get fired for trying to trying to. Uh, trying to one man strike workers. is just you walking off your job, and they can fire you for that. Yeah, it's not right. Yeah, yeah don't do that. You need <laughs> you need to uh, have power first, and power comes from uh, organization and collectivization. Yeah, right. So that's what that's what the union is is the uh, collectivization of the workers to flex their power. Exactly, and that's a good uh, way to end off on the podcast. That's right, Derek. I think that's the best ending we've ever had, right there. You think so? I think so. That was very like. All right, have a good night. That was, that was right. a good name was- perspective. <laughs> that was a good name perspective. Everybody signing off. A download, like the podcast, and uh, share with the friends. All right, see you guys later. Bye.